welcome, welcome back to When We're Poetic Afterthoughts. Uh, it's your girl Storm and uh, Mr. Keith, what up? What's going on? Nothing much. Um, we just had a lovely day. It's a rainy day and you know how much I love my gray days. Um, but it's a lovely day and we we went out and saw a couple, saw uh went to go visit a couple of museums and on this journey um we had some interesting uh what's the word outlooks impressions um so our first stop was at the civil war museum and um i've never been i don't know if you have ever in your life been to one no Uh, no okay so we're going to, you know, our first stop to check out this museum, and uh, Keith is is a. It's a museum walk, by the way. Yeah, it's a museum walk. So on the program is, uh, I think four or five four museums five. that you go visit, and um, it's, it's a, it's you know, a, they kind of like will so bus you and take you to your next shuttle show. bus. You know, you drop off at one place. You do look and see and look around and then the time comes to pick up the next bus and you get on that bus to go to the next one so yeah it so was good it was it a good was, setup yeah but, but go ahead yeah it was definitely a good setup i liked it um and we haven't been out in a bit um this probably means a week but <laughs> we haven't been out in a bit to like um see some artwork or you know i mean some cultural Culture. things yes yeah, so in we, general exactly so um it's definitely a good outing uh, for anybody who's like stir crazy and want to get out and get some some culture in their life. But yeah, so on this uh, on a list of museums is a Civil War museum. Yeah. So automatically, um, what's our first stop is a Civil War museum. They drop us yeah. off, and Keith is just <laughs> not in the mood. He, you can no. see his body language is changing. He's just not feeling it. He's, uh, you know, just agitated. And so I'm like, what's going on? I tap in and he is just not interested in going to the Civil War Museum. He's just like, yo, I I don't want to go. I'm not comfortable with going. I feel like several, there were a couple times. Hold on. I feel like there was a couple times where you were just kind of like, if you want to do it, I'll do it. But it's like. It, it was there was a heaviness in his voice that um made me feel like yeah now i'm not gonna make you do something that you're uncomfortable with doing and uh i just wanted to elaborate on that a little more because i've never had anybody tell me that they did not want to go i've never seen their reaction one and i've never had anybody tell me they want they don't want to go to the civil war museum uh for whatever reason so i just kind of wanted to tap in and hear more of how you feel about just walking into a civil war museum we are in the south by the way um but yeah just walking into a civil war museum what was going through your mind well first off welcome to um if it sounds a little different in here (laughs) if the the sound that you're hearing is a little different it's because we're in a different space. Yes. The space is um, intentional. Very much so. 
has been a lot of work done. And uh, this is the first time we are actually recording in this space. Yes. So welcome with us. On this auditory As tour. we do this again. <laughs> um, in a state of permanency, I think is a good way to put it. My so, stuff. Um, this museum. Museum. So, tour, I'm down with it. I, ain't been, I haven't been to a museum in so long. It's been like... Too long. Fresh water. Yeah. So, it didn't really hit me until we was on the bus and we was going to the place where we had talked about last night. Um, about just it being there. And it was the first stop. So, my emotions, my thought process, and my feelings... Um, is that I have no desire whatsoever to participate, be a part of, acknowledge, in one bit, the hypocrisy. Me and my blackface walking into a Civil War museum, I feel like a hypocrite. I'm a descendant of, a, of an enslaved human being but I'm going to go into a Civil War museum to do what? Reflect on the realities that occur. I know what the realities are. And I can do that without looking at a whole bunch of white people. That's how I feel. So I, un I understand. Should the museum exist? Should the museum exist? Yes. Well, I'm just trying to gauge like your uh, disappointment in this disappointment? space. Disappointment? I'm not disappointed. I just don't want to do it because I understand what the reality, what the realities were then, the, the circumstances around the historic consequences leading up to, during, and afterwards. I'm not a stupid person. I ain't dumb. So my conscience as a person who is from, born in this country, knowing what I know, it's enough that I know. It's enough to me. Well, what makes it a hypocritical situation? It's a, my, it, hypocritical because I feel like I am contributing to the relevance. Okay. Okay. I'm giving credence to the existence of something that in my opinion is a beacon for white people to remind themselves of what their culture is. I'm contributing to So you to, think it's a glorification. Yes. I think it's something by me being there it 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 makes it bona fide that the existence or that it there and, it, and that it matters. By me participating as a, as, a, as a black person, it gives it more than it needs or that it requires. And So, it's your personal decision for you not to go there because of how it makes you feel. It's not necessarily that you don't think that these places should not be in existence. Is that correct? 
Like, do you do you think so, it has its place? Because I want to go in. Um, by the way, I was I did not have the same um, reaction that Keith had. Yeah, um, and I and I say to say to the audience what I said to you is that your your reaction is is outside of and I think your yeah your reaction is outside of a reality that I'm connected to you're not you're not from this country you're Haitian your culture and your Haitian culture is different it not different in a way that you don't and, feel okay. a certain way but and your, that's another your, debate. your connection to your Haitian um, lineage it it it's different so you're you not connected to this a stronger as strong of a connection to I guess American black history right than I would like you, uh, you're not then, like, then I do you can understand it I've just, Haitian history you, you can understand it from a point of being here to a degree by being in this country by being black yes by being black but to be a descendant of knowing that and being and if you're a person who if you're a, a person of color of conviction that lives a certain way it feels different okay. and and I don't I simply just don't want to contribute my presence in validating it. And, and also, to answer your question about whether or not it should, be, it should exist, yeah. I mean, it's a difference in... I think there's a difference in, in how history, how truth is being is portrayed. Being portrayed. Yeah. It should exist if it's being portrayed honestly. But through the lens of whiteness, it is glorified. The Civil War, everything that happened so you don't to, think the, that to a degree depictions... is, is actually glorified to a degree. Okay, so you don't think that the depictions in it... Have you ever been to the Civil War Museum, period? Like, ever? Have I ever been to a Civil War? To that one, sorry. No. Well, okay, no. so that's what I'm saying. So, is it? are you just assuming that the lens... Are I'm not inaccurate. assuming anything. I'm talking about no. It's another assumption on the base. We're talking about this is not an assumption on the basis of reality in regards to whiteness. And everything that we see, everything we read, is through a white lens in this country. Everything that's portrayed is through mm-hmm. a white mind okay. in this country. Everything that you read, everything that you see, everything that you buy is from a white perspective. Period. So why would they tell their story, by and large, through any other lens except one that apply, that applies to them? Okay. I'm not doing that. Okay. And And I don't. And I generally don't care to try to decipher whether or not what they're saying through their history and how they portray it is actually true or not. It ain't my job. I ain't doing that. And I don't want to put myself in that position either. I think. So. I think. I, I just thought that was really. Interesting. A great takeaway. Um, so, in short, you think that they should exist, but you're just not. That's not for me to say. Okay. Okay. Because um, then I was just going to ask, like, would you prefer that it's a museum from the lens of black people? 
like founded by black people, I guess, or uh, you know what I mean, run by black people. You just don't think it needs to be an existence period. I didn't say that. Because that's what I I'm just, trying to I just out. said that's not for me to decide. Okay. I didn't say that it shouldn't exist. Okay. I'm talking about my reasons for why I don't want to go in there and why I think it's hypocritical. I just think it's, it looks strange for black folks to be in a space in which likely your ancestor is being lied on was in the position predicament situation and reality that white people was fighting for them to stay in but I'm gonna go in there and do what I don't it seems it's just strange okay. to me and okay. it bothers me would you ever I take your that. would you ever take your child to hell the no board? we gonna talk about it I'm gonna she gonna learn he gonna learn okay that's fair that's fair I just want to see perspective on it. Um, and as for me, I just, I don't really think much into it. Um, and I don't know, maybe if I did go to like a Haitian history, uh, you might be right. If I went into, actually you are right. If it was a museum on like Haitian history and I've seen like refugees in the water and like people dying in different types of, um, yeah, yeah. I would definitely. I, I I do feel a stronger, I guess, connection to uh, Haitian history. Um, so on the flip side. Yeah, I can see that. You can you understand that? I can understand that. I can understand not. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. Um, but okay. All on right. the flip side, was um, my observation of the gen the genuine happiness. Oh my God! On white people's faces as they was walking into this building, taking pictures and smiling and like they're going to the best restaurant in town. And my my phrase to you was they coming to recharge their batteries. And what I meant by that is they need to, they coming to get be reminded by what their forefathers were in power for. And to remind them why white supremacy still is um, something that they're still a part of. It reminds them. Like they're paying homage to it. Of their lineage. And it's their product. Their conquest. Um, yes. So that was actually the real reason why we did not go into the museum, y'all. Because... Uh, sometimes when I go out with Keith, I have to factor in, do I want somebody to get punched in the face or not? And I did not want anybody to get punched in the face. So I was like, yeah, I let's, let's not go. Let's just not go. We would have a conversation. Because he conversation. just <laughs> visibly, you know, white, white people were white people and taking pictures and smiling and. Um, that I can understand. Keith is just kind of like, why are they so happy? Like, that's weird. So, you know. And you know what else? Go ahead. No, nah, I mean, I'm just summing it up amongst being, um, uh, being amongst, uh, exhibits that, uh, show inaccurate, inaccurate portrayals of, um, history. 
you know, seeing people smiling and taking pictures is kind of... And, and, of, oh, and again, so... I put, understood put, your put frustration. Your, put yourself in the shoes of the white person that's taking these pictures. Seeing black faces at a Civil War museum in which, in another different time and space, what would be happening to these two different races of people? Where would they be? This person taking the picture would be doing what? Fill in the blank. You ain't, got, you ain't got to answer. But fill in the blank. The person who is black or of African descent would be doing what? But black people, just visually to me, black folks walking into this space, it, it again, it, 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 it gives a, an energy of, oh, they're here too. That's even better. Think that's the exciting part for them? That they they don't mind. That black they don't people mind. are this, this still is what I'm that black in people are mind. still in this inferior state. Mm-hmm. And not only are they still in this inferior state, they're happy with it. They're happy with it. They want to come see the the history of how inferior inferiority inferior inferior they were. And being how we treated them. And not only do they know this, they're going to come celebrate it with us. That's deep. That's real deep. That would make me happy too. I done whipped your great-grand and murdered and killed and and raped your great-grandmother. We can come out of this museum And your great-grandchild is here now celebrating with me. Yeah. I can see that. These... Human. Yeah, I mean, we weren't considered human, so less than. You ain't gotta say names. Rights violations. Period. Everything. Yeah. Um, I, I can see that. that. Uh, I can see that. It's it's kind of like. Well, to me, I'm thinking like, cause I'm a vegan. Um, that's the feeling I get when I see like those, um, and I'm saying white people because it's always white people, the the hunter pictures. Where, like, they're holding their catch. They're holding the cat, the catch and, or like, they're, the dead deer. Yeah, like, they're holding the catch. The and they're just really happy, really excited, big old smile on their face. And, yeah, like, them coming to the museum, it's the same smile, yeah. right? It's the same smile from, like, you've seen the pictures of mobs of white people hanging, lynching um, black bodies. And their smiles, it's the same smile. Thank you. Um, yeah, I could see it. Now, I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. I go to the museums. Um, my my well, my perspective was to just I like to look at things from white people's vantage point. Um, to me, it's kind of like a science project. I know it's real lives and bodies and stories involved, but it's just a, a reminder to me. Um, I can never run out of reminders of how uh, vicious and bloody a history. Um, uh, uh, white people as a historic people in general how vicious and bloody they can be um, and I just think a lot of times black people naturally have like good souls good hearts people of color Trusting. they have like this natural inclination to help giving um, and I definitely have this natural I have inherited this from my ancestors um, and so I it, to me it's like practice I need reminders of how vicious these people can be so that's kind of my perspective when I go into these spaces. So even if it's they're telling a story from their vantage point, um, 
like you said, like you guys know that this happened. You know that, you know, we've had this experience on this planet and yet you still continue to be racist. You still continue to enact policies that are racist. You, you know, you don't, you just find other ways to be bloody and violent. You know what I mean? And so it just kind of gives me that reminder. And for me, I find that reminder necessary because sometimes you do fall into a state of complacency or a state of just a hopefulness, I guess, that we can just all get along. You know what I mean? Um, but I just haven't found that the evidence um, that we can. You know what I mean? Without, let me, let me not say evidence that we can without us changing certain ways about us as a people. We can't be too trusting anymore. We need more boundaries, things like that. So, um, yes, we can get along, but the black people definitely have to change their ways and viewpoints um, on how to conduct themselves as a people, as a tribe. Uh, so that was my my okay. reason for um, why I I would still go. I would still go and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do respect your position. So our next stop on this uh, museum event <laughs> um, was the Holocaust Museum. Right. Which was... It was also had triggering moments. It is. And in, 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 in a nutshell, it, it, as was, black people, it was evidence of what you just said. What do you mean? Evidence of what white people have done to other people on this yeah. world on this world yeah throughout humanity it it's literal evidence of the evil period yeah it's... and the i mean it's incredible in my mind incredible how can a human being do these things to other human beings without being you are literally sick so consistently. Consistent and find different ways to kill a body or to destroy your body. Yeah. This is this is evil. Yeah. What other what other race on the planet? Consistently. Consistently throughout like has a the record historic of this. history of humanity <laughs> has done this to anybody else other than Caucasians. This is and I, this is not about being racist. This is the reality of what it is. And the existence of humanity on this planet. There is no other race that has done that. Put live bodies in fire and burn them. And speaking of... It's just nuts. Speaking of the Holocaust, like... I, you know, we talked about this briefly, but... The way that the Holocaust ended up happening reminds me of black people and our struggles so much. That it just, it really makes me worried sometimes. And by that I mean in terms of, like, the way that they were treated. They were, like, disrespected in the streets. Couldn't find certain jobs. Then, you know, they were just talked down upon everywhere that they went. And then eventually, you know, they made more laws that are more strict. And, you know, um, further moving on down, they finally moved them into ghettos. Then it came to the ghettos to take them out. So, like, there was, like, an escalation in, in of, of, like, constant disrespect. And this was a large body of people. And so I, I always make a note 
Um, when I read about the Holocaust and when I reflect on it, I pray for, for those souls that were lost. Um, I always have a, a, a moment where I just think like, because there were so many bodies of people, they couldn't just take them all to the, you know, to the slaughterhouses. Like they couldn't t just take all these people to Auschwitz. Like they had to slowly chip away at their spirit. They had to, you know, they couldn't find jobs. They nobody likes them. They had like slowly chip away at, at their existence, at their being. And then when when you know they felt like you know they broke down one barrier, they went to the next. And I kind of feel like that with black people, where it's a slow. You know, it's like a slow deterioration of a people. And first it starts with this, then this, then this. And I kind of feel like you have to always, again, a reminder to always keep your guard up, a reminder to assert certain boundaries, um, assert uh, certain boundaries. You always have to be on your toes, so to speak, because it happens so easily and so naturally. And if you don't stay true to your values if you don't stay true to self-respect self-discipline then you're gonna find yourself just watching things get worse and the law changes on you and then you know what i mean like you have to keep your head on a swivel like it's, it's wild um just being black like th this is what you have to do but i just get reminded because i'm like why didn't they just leave then they see things getting worse and worse and worse why didn't they just leave and then I could say the same thing about black people. Like, we keep talking about an officer killed this person. This happened here. This happened here. Things get worse and worse and worse. And it's like, I guess at a certain time in history, you know, in the future, our grandkids could be like, why are you, why didn't they leave? And let me tie that into <laughs> like, my, my opinion in the beginning. What you just said. And I have an opinion on what you just said as well. Tying into my opinion of not wanting to go to this place and through the lens of whiteness and what a white person, they probably don't even understand what they're thinking, but they feel it. And mm -hmm. what they're feeling is there is evidence on the news on a regular basis, I think, has, that has, been, has escalated in the last, at least the last 10 years of um, unjustified murder on black people by you know law enforcement and through the white lens of white eyes they can see the same thing that we see we, they can see the results of um, no justice or no accountability and yet black people will still come to a place like a Civil War museum to participate in and, and put themselves in a place that from the beginning was unjustified. There's no limit or there's no boundary or there's no, what's my word I'm thinking of? There's no limit or boundary that black people have in regards to what they say they won't accept. Mm. You understand? Yeah. 
So yeah. when I see, when they see me coming in, when they see you going into this place, it validates their mindset. We can do anything we want. And they'll still come. They'll still come to my history of us subjugating an entire race and fighting over keeping them enslaved or not. Yeah. I can this see is that. what they're thinking. And they like I said, most white folks don't even understand what they're feeling, but and in, in the way that I'm articulating it, but this is what they're feeling. This is what they're thinking. There's, there's a there's a weight lifted. Okay, okay it's cool now because they here. They don't they don't even care. You know, I can see that. That's true. Because I I believe I have been in white spaces and I've seen certain things. Um, you guys, if you've been listening enough long enough, you know that I am super sensitive, um, and I mean like all around energy, emotions. Like I'm just a very sensitive being, and there have been times where watching something on TV or just hearing something that uh, I've been around white people and they have no idea why that would be offensive to me. And it's because of that, right? Like, they're so used to this narrative, this story being told that they could really sit next to you and watch something racist go down and just, they would have to, like, think about it. Or, you know, you would have to be like, why would I enjoy this? For them to be like, oh. And part of the reason is because... As a people, there is no, no, collectively, there is no consequence. As a people in this country, when something happens, there is no collective consequence that says, no, this is not going to happen because we're going to do X, Y, Z. Anytime something happens in the Jewish community, anytime that something happens in the Asian community. Oh, yeah. You know, anytime that ha- something happens in any other community, like something like that, it's a collaborative there's, there's a, effect. There is a consequence, but mm-hmm. because the slave mentality that we spoke of the yeah. other day, um, and that transmits through us generationally, that affects how we respond to things that collectively happen to us as an individual people. And it it's evidence to whiteness that well That's you true. wasn't you fine with what happened. That's so true. I was just I mean, gonna say that was like we're, okay with this. So we what can't you even about? be collectively and offended at the same thing. That's partly why <laughs> when you say they don't understand what racism is and when they when I see racism something that bothers you, that's partly why they don't understand because there's no consequence from us to anyone else about what's racist. And so the behavior seems fine because we're not given any evidence that something's wrong. You're absolutely right. I think that's a, a perfect example of like how other cultures, they're very distinct rules, things that is offensive. Like they're offensive to the entire culture. You are so right. And then when it comes to black folks, when it's something that's offensive, it's always a debate. You know what I mean? There was a debate over Juneteenth ice cream. Like, when it's something that is offensive, there is no, like, unilateral uh, agreement that, hey, um, this is offensive to all of us, at least all of our ancestors. And even if there are a few people that feel differently, they're not going to go against the group because they can see how, you know what, yeah, in terms of tribe, this is not cool. Black folks? 
it's it's yeah. always a division. Yeah, but it's, I don't see how it this looks is like a big it's good deal. though. Yeah, this is <laughs> it's good. You ain't got to do all that. <laughs> you do. You do not have to do all that. <laughs> I'm just it's saying real. you're absolutely right because you remind me of like. Almost every pound. You should taste it the though. The word nigga. What if it tastes good though? Uh, like all the all the like <laughs> things that should be offensive to black people. Period. Um, it's always a division. It's always people that's like not, nah, and not even that. There are people that are emboldened enough to be like, um, nah, let let the white people. I don't see the problem. I don't know why. Why should we, you know, punish anybody or consequent give any consequences for this behavior when I don't see what's wrong with it. So yeah, um, yeah, that part. So back to unity, U N I T Y. But yeah. Back to unity. Um, I guess this all ties into we still are, um, and I, I guess that's the biggest takeaway, is that we're still recovering from that that bloody and violent history that we speak of. Like we're still recovering to the point where we can't even be united on what is offensive and hurtful to our people. Um, so these places do need to be, you know, <laughs> offensive to us. We do need to keep in mind their narratives and how they're being pushed on ourselves and pushed on our children as well. You know what I mean? We do need to be mindful of this because it does cause a desensitization where you just don't even, uh, you, you start to lose that connection. Like, you, you really do. Um, Abraham Lincoln could care less about black people. Where did that come from? That was so random. That wasn't random. That's tied into the Civil War. Well, okay. His reasonings. Yeah. yeah. And the problem is, people in the audience may not even know that. I'm going to be honest. I shouldn't, we should know our history. But that's... Ain't no but... We this should, but if you're being, if you're growing in. up in a society that's brainwashing you and, and changing the narrative, all the, the whitewashing, the stories all of the time. But if I recognize it, why can't somebody else recognize it? Because they sleep. That's why, why it's called sleep? being woke. Why they, cause, again, because they are existing upset. inside we're of a system. Talk about this. Because they're existing inside of a system that's constantly brainwashing our children, brainwashing it ain't our about, people. It ain't about what somebody else is doing to us. We need to do for ourselves. It ain't about what the system is doing to you. I hear you. It ain't about what's what you what the media is doing to you. I hear you. That's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. You gotta fight for your like I fought to get my African mind back. <laughs> um, because I was definitely out of it. Um, so you're absolutely right. It's not an easy choice. I'll tell you that much. It's, it's not. It's kind of like the Matrix. Like, you got to unplug, and you're still going to have a scar that always shows that you was in this terrible mindset, this terrible, you know, uh, this terrible establishment. So I, I, I feel you on that. Um, and those are the only... The like, North loved <laughs> enslaved black men as long as they could get on the front lines and die. Put on the uniform and die. Mm. We need numbers. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. But I'm going to go in there and celebrate that. Mm. I don't want to see no... I, I do not want to look at 
prior enslaved black men in Civil War uniforms. I don't want to see that. Mm. I understand why they had, they did it. Yeah. It was all a lie. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, and that was repeated throughout history in every war. They, every war. This can't do right by us, yo. They can't. I ain't going. Um, but no, I definitely feel you on that. Um, and we were, we went to, continuing on with story time, we went to one more uh, museum and that was it for us. Like, we couldn't take any more. We were tired. We were a bit drained. Um, you know, we had a third party that wanted to go home to. Yeah. And so, uh, we just kind of collectively <laughs> agree, like, yeah, had, you ready? You ready to go? Yeah, yeah we had I'm two ready more to go. museums to hit. And, uh, but like we, I, we I said, done. I told you, I said, they're going to be there. Yeah, we can always go back. And they're close. We can always go back. Um, so that was our, a lovely day, but you know what? We came back, came back to a beautiful space. Yep. You know what I mean? We had a delicious homemade salad. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Um, and some homemade watermelon juice. <laughs> sure did. That's all. Fresh and, squeeze. Mm, it can't be squeezed. It's is it grated. It was grated. Is it grated? Yes. Pressed. It was grated. It pressed. was press. Press it's is more, the fancy stuff. This was a oh no, she grated it. Okay. That's not press. Okay. Mine grated it and it was shout out. Y'all, this, yeah, shout out to shout out to Mama. That watermelon juice was so delicious. Oh, word. But, uh, so it's still a good day. You know what I mean? Um, but it was a very interesting one. And, you know, just wanted to plug you guys into our world for a little bit. Um, but we think you had your, your minds in time long enough, right? You done? You got anything else to say? Keith got to unwind. <laughs> Maybe some wine would be nice. It's wine time. It's wine o'clock, right? Is it one o'clock? It's one o'clock, y'all. All right. With that, I'm yeah. gonna send some peace and love and light your way. Um, you know, thanks for listening to Mama Poetic. We out. Peace.